Let's start from the beginning and uh, tell me what's happening this Saturday in Cruces. So this Saturday in Cruces, we have the opening to a new ad exhibit called Trinity Legacies of Nuclear Testing, A People's Perspective. That's happening at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Brannigan Cultural Center. Um, if people go to that, they can also duck in next door at the Art Museum and see the already up exhibit, which is an adjunct exhibit called Origami in the Gardens. Um, and then on Saturday night, Saturday the 15th of July in the evening, is the annual candlelight vigil for the Downwinders, where there will be over 900 brown paper bag luminarias with the names of people that New Mexico, who, which New Mexico has lost to uh, radiation illness cancers. And that will be outside the Brennigan Library in the Albert Johnson Park, which is that, that grassy area with the trees just right in front of um, the Brennigan Library on the corner of Main Street and Picacho there in Las Cruces. Um, that will be going on from 7.30 p.m. till 9.00 p.m., 9.30 p.m., 7.30 till 9.30 p.m. Um, those events are um, our, our main um, interactive uh, events for July. Those exhibits, the art exhibits will continue on through July, and they're part of a five-month uh, public education awareness uh, for uh downwinder issues in New Mexico because New Mexico has not yet received compensation like Nevada and Californians did for their people who have been lost to radiation illness. In um, July, we're having this event on Saturday, on July 15th, but the ad exhibits will continue to be up and there's an additional third exhibit up at the New Mexico State University Art Museum it's an extremely interesting digital, um, digital, digital art exhibit also. Then in August, there's, uh, the, the, the exhibits will be up through September, but in addition, in August, there are panel discussions um, and a screening of a movie called The River That Harms and the movie Under the Cloud, a virtual question and answer. Uh, in September, there'll be another panel discussion about the Oppenheimer movie and there'll be a screening of a movie called Nuclear Savage. So there's a lot going on. It's a lot to take in, but what is really important is to start off by just showing up on Saturday the 15th of July in Las Cruces. If you're there in the morning, check out the art exhibit opening. If you're there in the evening, please come by the candlelight vigil. Um, you can attend either or both, of course, and check out the information about all of this um, online at trinitydownwinders.com uh, if you want to get involved with advocacy for uh, getting our survivors in New Mexico compensation a big advocate group is the down, trinitydownwinders.com and also the dpnm ejcaucus.org the environmental justice caucus in New Mexico um, if you if you really can't take all of this in, we can also guide people to start with watching the amazing YouTube video made by Allison Carruthers, which went which won uh, 
won its way to the National History Day finals this year in Maryland. Allison Carruthers is a 14-year-old New Mexican whose grandmother is suffering can- radiation cancer, and she has made a, an extremely uh, fabulous video that's up on YouTube. If you look under, just pull up YouTube, put in National History Day, the nuclear frontier, and it will guide you straight to an amazing video to get you started on the background of all of this and some history. Carruthers, um, Carruthers, Carruthers. That name sounds very, very familiar in this state. Hmm. Yeah, she's an amazing young lady. And I'm assuming with a name like Carruthers, she is related somehow to the former governor? I, I actually personally don't know the answer to that question, um, possibly. I, I just have watched the video. I'm kind of a newer person at supporting um, the downwinders to the extent of, of advertising all of these things. Um, my personal tie-in to the to the downwinders is that our family lost an uncle in Nevada, who was, um, you know, in the military, and and the family eventually did after his death receive compensation. But I, I have not met Allison uh, personally. I have watched the video. I see her grandmother is mentioned in the video. Um, but yeah, definitely for people to to step out and and um, check out the video. So I got a question for you. Why is it? that you feel in your i mean you're you're on the ground you're you're in the weeds with all this why are new mexicans forgotten when it comes to the downwinders what what is your opinion on that that is a that is a really great question um mr lucero and i don't know the answer to that but i kind of think that um as new mexicans we are a state of very many different voices and sometimes I think because we have so many subcultures within our state and different groups that it's hard for people outside of New Mexico to hear our voice as one. And I think that's what's totally amazing this year is the downwinders have been collecting the stories of for years and years and years. And finally, people are realizing this is not their story this is our story and we're just starting to lift up our voice as a as a singular collective um you know i was thinking about this the other day actually because i live in otero county um i i've lived um here for many years most of the time in tulosa and my, you know i've heard the story locally but i've moved to alamogordo which is not that far away and over here people do know the downwinder story and if you ask our older people they can all tell you someone. They have a personal connection. Sometimes it's someone from their immediate family. Sometimes it's a friend or family who was working out um, on base at the time or with the, the crew that were up, up, came down from Los Alamos. Um, it, people have so many. Maybe it was somebody who was part of the, you know, the, the, the people who ran the trucks or did some kind of very practical aspect in and out of the Stallion Gate there on the way between Carrizozo and Socorro. There are so many different ways people are connected, but we just haven't had a very um, loud voice when we go outside of the state. And I think um, we're just coming together with that, and people are beginning to realize that the reason we have that salute to New Mexico um, is such a strong and powerful thing, you know, for French... Friendship among united cultures, I think that's the thing. 
there are so many uniting cultures in New Mexico that it's sometimes hard for outsiders to hear our singular voice that this is New Mexico and we stand together with each other. If you're not from New Mexico, people have a hard time maybe comprehending just what that means. But yes, we are lifting our voice all the way to the state and to the federal level on this issue. And I think it's a good thing. You know, uh, right now uh, there's a movie out that's uh, really uh, got some attention right now. That uh, right now for people, Oppenheimer. And uh, yeah. you know, I, 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 it's hard for me to look upon Oppenheimer as being a uh, a hero. I don't know. To me, he's the villain that opened Pandora's box using the monkey's paw while walking under a ladder and breaking a mirror. I mean, um, he, he, he and his team released something into this world that I don't know even now. We're talking this was in the 40s, but I don't even think now we're at a point that we have any business messing with nuclear weapons. What say you? Well, I, I do think that's a profoundly important opinion. I think that there are many people who feel as though had Oppenheimer not done what he did, that we might not be the USA even, or that we might be under the thumb of an oppressive regime from elsewhere, because there are just, there are just so many outplays that you know, may have happened had we not, as the USA, dropped those two bombs in Japan. It's profoundly troubling, especially now that we know what radiation does to people, which was somewhat known at the time, but not to the extent, of course, um, that it is now. Um, if people are interested in thinking that through, on September 6th, the Downwinders panel discussion on the Oppenheimer movie uh, is happening from 11 till noon at the Brannigan Cultural Center. It's always good to go to these things because they really open your mind to the complexities of these issues. It's not always quite as black and white as it seems on the surface, there are always more than two sides to these very complicated things. I don't personally uh, see Oppenheimer as, uh, you know, a hero or an anti-hero. I see him as a person whose name is a lightning rod for very polarized opinions. And I think the exhibit that has been on, on um, it, it's, it's, a, it's an exhibit that has just come down, actually, at the Brunigan Cultural Center, but it was up from... Um, May 5th to July 1st, it's called Trinity by Sarah um, Nguyen. It's, it's traveled uh, nationally and I think maybe even internationally since 2019, and it addresses this whole issue of the what ifs. What if Oppenheimer had not been Oppenheimer? What if we had um, not created the two bombs and dropped them? What if we had dropped them and they didn't go off? Her work addresses that, and it's been that exhibit has been up with an interactive piece for the public. I went to that exhibit three times myself. I know um, some of our statesmen from Otero County have been through there. The interactive part uh, solicited people's written responses and ideas to that because people are really grappling with this. This is a, a, a very complicated conversation that we need to be having locally, at a state level, nationally, and even internationally. And, and these, these, um, these things that are happening that we are bringing to the world right now in Las Cruces by way of getting these very learned, very well thought out offerings of people 
who are, are looking at these things, we can go and be part of it and we can further our own minds and conversations about this and, and take those ideas, you know, back to our communities and share them out to whoever's in our circle. Tanya, if I may ask, uh, where do you hail from initially and uh, how long have you been in the U.S.? I am from Perth, Western Australia. I was born in Perth, Western Australia. Um, my mother was a many-generational Australian, uh, and my dad was a Holocaust survivor who immigrated uh, and was an asylum seeker and got asylum in, the United, in, in, the, in Australia. I immigrated to the United States in 1990. I've been here for 33 years. I'm married to a citizen. My personal interest is very multifaceted with the downwind story because my Holocaust surviving father, after he immigrated to Australia, was able, in spite of the cultural biases of Australians at the time, to work his way up and become a nuclear physicist. And he lived out his life as a nuclear physicist at the University of Western Australia. So the, the nuclear physics angle is very fascinating to me. I've spent some time in the National Nuclear Science Museum up in Albuquerque reflecting on the complexities of nuclear science, of course. My dad not contributing anything towards making bombs, but towards the science in general and, and uses of nuclear science in the medical world, which in fact comes right back around to helping people who have radiation sickness manage their sicknesses through, you know, modern medicine. So there's, there's this very wide array of um, ways that people are involved. And then on my husband's side, uh, you know, his uncle was one of the ones who died as a result of his service in Nevada. And eventually that family did receive compensation. So my family's been touched in very different ways by all of this. And I'm personally still under cancer treatment myself. And I have had the benefit of radiation treatment, which would never have existed had people not grappled with these incredibly complicated both scientific and social aspects of, of what radiation is, how it is very harmful, but also quite beneficial if used under the, you know, under the purview of science and medicine. So it, it's complicated. Life is complicated and messy, and people come to these things with very background and knowledge. And, and, and uh, I just think it's super important that we educate ourselves further and understand the issues in a more complex way. But, of course, I, I'm all behind the, the Tularosa Trinity Downwinders in terms of getting compensation because I, from my background, I just really deeply understand the importance of acknowledging even the most painful of histories when they happen and ensuring that the record is not one of erasing and erasure, but of humbly and purposefully and mindfully both documenting and honoring the lives which have been lost for good or for bad, for, for better or for worse, honoring the people who served to help humanity understand the enormity of what it is to use nuclear power and atom bomb and nuclear science. I, I uh, understand what you're com where you're coming from, and I, and I re absolutely respect what you're saying here. The reason I ask you the question, though, is when I was growing up and the Cold War was, and I know Australia was affected too, please don't misunderstand that, but... Uh, the Cold War, from my vantage point, seemed like there was a giant Olympic-sized swimming pool full of gasoline. You had America on one side, Russia on the other, or Soviet Union, my, uh, mind you. And they, they were both bragging on how many thousands of matches they had. And, and that's, that's the way I, I, I see us coming out of the uh, work from Oppenheimer. Maybe I'm 
too cynical. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I do agree that it is a uncomfortable conversation, but it is one that needs to be had. So I, I appreciate you uh, sharing all that with us. I definitely want to have you back with us uh, in the near future when the events come up in August and September. And if there's anything else you guys are doing, by all means, let me know, and we will get that on the air as well. Uh, Tanya, before I let you go, do you have anything you want to share with me? Mainly just to remind people that this Saturday, Saturday the 15th of July, please, if you can, stop over to Las Cruces and be there for the opening of the ad exhibition or stop by even any time during the day and come out for the candlelight vigil, 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. And if for any reason you can't make it over to Las Cruces this Saturday, please know that you can stop by the Brannigan Cultural Center anytime between now and the end of September and there will still be exhibits up and lots of information for you to take about uh, getting with all of these very many other events. So this Saturday, um, 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m., Las Cruces, Brannigan Cultural Center, or in front of the Brannigan Library in the evening for the luminarias. Sounds like it's going to be such a beautiful event. And again, uh, Tanya, you are welcome to join us anytime you want or need. You always have a platform here. Um, whether it's something about the Downwinders or another event, or if you just want to tell off Macrocellus to the public, I'm okay with that too. <laughs> I understand you and he did not play well together the other day. I would like to just put it on record here, Mr. Lucero, in a very serious way. I thank Matt Cresselius for his service to our country. He has personally shared with me the very painful truth that he is a PTSD survivor. When somebody needs help or reaches out for help, I expect my Alamogordo, my Otero County, my state, and my U.S. community to embrace and put their hands and arms and hearts around our servicemen when they are having difficulty. I endorse Matt Cresselius's passion. I do not necessarily agree with how he goes about things. I will keep myself safe from somebody who is volatile I ask people to be compassionate and thoughtful in how they endorse all of our veterans in this community. I bear no ill will towards anyone who is struggling in our community. I don't care what their political party is or their non-political polarized points of view. We're all human beings, and it is my opinion that if our community took a step back and a deep breath, They would be able to see when they need to laugh, when they need to cry, and when they need to be quiet, and when they need to reach out and be a silent support, and when they need to reach out more formally with services to all of our servicemen who come home who struggle to become productive, well-loved members of our community. I tell you, when it comes to Caselius, you got a lot more love in your heart than I do, but uh, i got to respect it. Absolutely. All right, Tanya. Well, hopefully we hear from you very, very soon, and we are excited to hear more about the upcoming events with the Downwinders. And uh, I, as I stated earlier, we are right here to help you get the word out as best we can, okay? Yes, thank you so much. I super appreciate the time and, and, and the, um, the lifting up of the Downwinder cause. Again, it's Saturday. July 15th, 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Las Cruces.